That was nice. That was on point. Was that delayed? I don't know. We'll fix it in post. It's the magic of audio production. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows a thing. You idiots don't know shit about shit. What's your EQ at? Yeah, I broke my tooth today. You had no idea about that. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I this week? I had something ready too. Oh, I'm the baby who's suing Mark Zuckerbergenson from Facebook. Is that a baby or da baby? Da baby, the rapper. Why is da baby. baby? Yeah, why is da baby suing Zuckerberg? You know, I never thought that I would be on the baby side on anything ever. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> I will say I'm in his corner with this. So the baby was being the baby. It was on Instagram, asking for people to go on his live with him and show him his titties, their titties. Now, well, I rapper know that stuff. rapper yeah. stuff. Yeah, Instagram, hood, booger stuff. But we all know that uh, Mark Zuckerfly from Facebook doesn't like nipples of women. Can't do the nips. Can't do the nips. Can't do the nips. So he banned the baby's account on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, I forgot they own Instagram. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the baby's mad that he can't get on anywhere. So his plan is to sue Mark Zuckerberg. And I'm thinking, I was like... He, this ain't this ain't gonna go. There's <laughs> anyway. no way. He owns a private company, and he's like, "You can't use my product." As as soon as, as that's soon it. I, that's the end of it. <laughs> I I know there's an intern out there who's like on the shade room and saw that post and just like cackled because there's <laughs> that's Dude. not going anywhere. <laughs> I want a supercut of all of the cackles from the shade room. <laughs> Have, uh, have I sent you? There's this. Uh, there's a supercut of Danny Brown laughing over and over and over again. I'll send it to you. It's so that, good. That it is. just fills me with so much joy. Yeah, but this week, um, all the black employees at Facebook laughing at the baby. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, this week, um, Snow the Products new video. What is it called? Snow the Product. Uh, Tell you like this. Whew. It's got such aggressive energy, and it, it's really what I've been taking into workouts recently. So uh, send me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out Snow the product. If you're still sleeping on her, you're making mistakes. <laughs> this is Bros murder. <laughs> Dude, for real. Like, she just bodies people. It's insane. I'm here for it. This is the type of energy we need going into 2021. Yeah, for real. And she she raps in Spanish and English, and like she switches through the flow so clean. And she's by icon. And she's got a cute-ass girlfriend, and her music videos are fly, and her bars are unparalleled. She sounds like a whole, just a be an icon. She's the kind of person you're like, I need you to put me onto the list in the club, and us and all our friends are just going to tear it apart. Let's do it. Speaking of icons, real quick, did you listen to uh, Santa Baby by Mariah Carey, Jennifer Hudson, and Ariana Grande? No. Motherfucker. Dude. No, <sighs> they when they harmonized their whistle notes together i felt like i was like transcended to a different plane 
Like the okay, legendaryness. I don't, I don't fuck with Christmas like that, but neither do I. I but I fuck I, with vocals. Have, I was gonna say they are incredibly powerful voices for sure. And that was like, is Jennifer Hudson screaming at the top of her lungs? I, was saying, <laughs> I haven't heard anything from Jennifer Hudson in a minute. She does a lot of like Broadway stuff. So coronavirus yeah, is really yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah. She did Cats, and that was the only good part of Cats. Ooh. Quick side note on the like. My 2020 wrapped for Spotify. My number one genre was show tunes. And I'm Mom, like, what? No, what? And I was looking back on it. And it was Hamilton. two. It was Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And it was the Beetlejuice musical. Interesting. Like, it's so good, dude. Well, see, mine was, mine was Hamilton, Wicked, and... Uh... <laughs> Wicked is good. Wicked is good. I had a friend just put me on to uh, Town super cool it's like uh you know it's the greek legend of uh, orpheus and uh eurydice but it's like in a new orleans jazz style we're gonna talk time. about this later we're gonna talk about this later i'm sorry <laughs> we're gonna I'm get sorry. into we're, it yeah we're doing too much music too <laughs> we, much we, digress. Music. we digress let's talk about murder yes <laughs> welcome back to browse of murder uh i'm andre this is my dearest friend robert because his battle hashtag frankenstein ear it's still recovering. <laughs> I'll give you a quick update. I did see the ear. It's healing. It Good. looks like shit. But I was just... talking to him, and he was like in and out of the ER. It was yeah. bad, bad. But his hearing's coming back, so maybe like next week or so. He said he'll test. You know, he's still testing the waters. He's going on Twitch, I think, tomorrow to see like how he can handle with headphones on for a long period of time. <laughs> so. Recovery, it's in all your th- thoughts and prayers out the battle. Yeah. But yeah, so do you want to start? I think I started last time, right? Yeah, I can start. Huh? Yeah, you can start. No sweat. So my murder comes from the year 2000. So it was the murder of Isabel Pedrosa, who was 50 when they were murdered. She was murdered by her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend. We have Linda Pedrosa and Antoine Wright uh, were the perpetrators. So right off the top, the we have figured out through you know the courts that the reason for killing the mother was because the mother was a racist white lady who didn't want her daughter dating a black man. Oh, oh, this, this, he's hot. Yeah. So apparently they were actually totally fine and like loved Antoine until Isabel found out that they were having sex. And that was a bridge too far for whatever reason. No, they were uh, just cool in the Christian way. Everything was fun and dandy. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like, you know, they were racist the whole time and just they yeah, had to, use, like, yeah. bring that all to the surface. They couldn't take it anymore. Uh, so, the, you know, Isabel Pedrosa, the mother, was like, you can't see him anymore. Like, you guys have to break up. So at that time, Linda Pedrosa uh, was 17 years old. Antoine was 23, so... I don't like those, uh, those numbers. That's a sketch... That's, it's just getting <laughs> sketchier from here. I'm sorry. It's a complicated family drama scenario. So, Antoine, not, like not a good so dude. <laughs> also, if you have a friend who is 17 years old and they are talking to someone in their 20s, please stop them. Yeah, say it, something. If you hey, if, cool. if, if you have a friend who's twenty three and are talking to a seventeen year old, oh yeah, punch him in the face. <laughs> Just have like, that friend anymore? Don't have that you need to check them. What's on blast? So this was the reason they committed murder. That you know, 
we're not allowed to be together anymore, so we have to kill my mother. Which is such a leap in logic. There's no, like, let's run away together. Yeah. Let's wait till I turn 18 and I move out of the house. It's illegal. Right. She was 17 years old. You tell me you couldn't wait six months. You had to murder a person? Mm-hmm. Speaking of Broadway, this like some fucked up Romeo and Juliet shit. And not like that movie that, that came out a couple years ago. The, the like, modernized Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Where they had guns. <laughs> yeah. But be- the, the set design was beautiful, though. <laughs> okay, but uh, have you seen Romeo Must Die? It's like the Asian one. No, no, I haven't. Okay, that one's kind of hard. I'm gonna look that up. Look <laughs> Ro- Romeo Must Die. Okay, so they... So Isabel was actually the one who decided, like, hey, today's the day we're going to kill and kill my mom. So when Isabel Pedrosa uh, came home from work on June 23rd, Antoine Wright hit her in the head with a frying pan so hard that they broke the handle of the frying pan. Shit. Uh, and apparently Isabel just took it and, like, was okay still for the most part. That did not kill her. So then Adrenaline. they... I mean, yeah, she was probably in shock, probably would have died, but... They realized, like, you didn't, you did not kill her with this frying pan. So they, together, the both of them, wrapped an extension cord around her neck and, you know, suffocated her uh, or strangled. After that, they put her body into the bathtub, covered it in acid to destroy the body. After which, they then dumped her body in the woods and dropped her car at Palm Beach International Airport. This happened in Florida. And then they told the authorities, you know, her mom went missing, so the authorities came looking. So they told the authorities that their mother had gotten so angry about the couple's relationship that she moved to Texas. And that was kind of it for a minute. I'm still stuck in the whole acid thing. Yeah, they... Like... It's one thing to, like, decide to kill someone. It's another thing to decide to kill your family, your own mother, and then to be like, acid acid to... It's messed up. You just Uh, just can't, like, go buy acid. (laughs) Yeah, you can. What are you talking about? I I used to work at Lowe's. We sold lots of acid. Really? Okay. I'm surprised. (laughs) I used to to work in a lab, and I always assumed that, like, it was a process to get acid. I also, well, I burned like, myself my- on acid before. It <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, drain cleaner. Lots of drain cleaners are like acid. just acid. Oh. Yeah. We actually had a woman at the store I worked at. She dropped a bottle while she was stocking a shelf and it like hit the ground and popped up in her face. So see, my acid incident was, was on my on my ass. I was throwing out all the glass jugs full of the acid that we use at the lab. You were just tossing it over your shoulder? No worries? No, no, no. no. See, I throw them on a the trash bag. After I rinsed them out and cleaned them out, I did it obviously shittily. And when I went to go take the trash bag out, I, like, hucked it over my shoulder as I walked into the dumpster. I'm like, why does my ass hurt? And I put my hand there. Like, why do my fingers hurt? I was like, oh, God, the ass is eating through my jeans. So... We both have experienced acid will mess up a human body do, for yeah. sure. Um, so they, they ditch the body. And uh, the day after the murder, Antoine Wright moves into their house. Like they start living together and all the neighbors oh, are like, God. so you just moved it? And so at that time, the father from the family was in uh, prison for domestic abuse charges. So it was just, you know, Linda and Antoine shacked up for a few months. And then... Uh, Linda Pedrosa got Antoine's name tattooed across her chest. As a Florida uh, person would do, yeah. 
as a Florida person would do. And then uh, the July 4th, so, you know, the next month, you know, or oh, two-ish weeks later, I think, the decomposed corpse of Isabel Pedrosa was found by surveyors in the area. Um, her head and shoulders, upper body, were totally devoid of flesh. It didn't go into detail about how they identified the body, but they were able to. And then they took them, both of them, into custody and then immediately started playing them against each other, like trying to offer plea deals about like, hey, just like testify against Antoine, just testify against Linda. Like, she don't like you, bro. She belonged to the streets. Snitch. <laughs> uh, well, so he was the one who ended up taking the deal. I bet he fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was her mom. She was the one who said, we got to do it. But he was the adult, though. He was the older he one. He was the adult. Yeah, like, he really should have also, some fucking common just sense. just run away. Just, just, just run. Yeah, like. Don't hurt nobody. Like. It's Florida. You can find a cheap apartment somewhere. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So, Antoine Wright, he ended up getting 20 years. Uh, Linda ended up getting 40 years because Antoine took the plea deal. Yeah. You know, Linda was not offered that plea deal. So this case kind of popped back up in the news in 2020 because they started reviewing it again because Linda was, uh, you know, she got her sentence while she was a minor. And it was a 40-year sentence, which is a considerable amount of time. And it started like this big legal discussion about can you give a life sentence to a minor? Because that's a de facto death sentence. If yeah. if the, if you die in prison, you know, the court ruled that you're going to die in prison. That's it, you know. If I give you back-to-back life sentences and it's like 150 years or whatever. You're going to die in prison. <laughs> right. So when it comes to, like, children, is is that, like, ethical? Do we need to, like, set up a law that if you were a child and you get a life sentence or something close to it, there's an automatic review process after, like, half your sentence or something. Now, how do you feel about that? I think, I don't think this is a great example, like this case specifically, because, you know, 17. Close to being an adult. You're you're so close to being an adult. And it was only 40 years. So, you know, she gets out when she's, you know, like 50s, which is not, that's not a death sentence, which like, that's kind of what the argument's about. So like, I I totally get it when you have like a 13 year old kid who's like in foster care, who's being abused and then like, you know, commits a horrible act because, you know, their brain is still developing. Like if I can't trust you to drive a car, I don't know if I can like say you knew what you were doing when it comes to like murder. You know, I'm forgetting a name. Your idea of the future is different. Yeah, I'm forgetting a name, but you might remember it. It was a show called like Children of Rage. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah, yeah. yeah, so there's one case, I can't remember his name, but he was like a redhead kid with glasses and he killed like a two-year-old neighborhood kid and was sentenced to life in prison and he's been trying to get it like appealed because like 30 something odd years later, he's like, I'm a completely different person. Right. And yeah. looking at something like that, I was like, I could, because he was like seven or eight at the time when he did the murder. Right. I was like, look at something like that, I completely understand where it's like, they're going to, you're like- going to, you're going to be different than when you 100%. were. Like, so I think like under like 16. I was going to say, be, that, yeah, I don't think it should just be an 18 cutoff because, no. you know, I knew 16 year olds who were like, fucking stupid. they knew they knew what they were doing. Yeah, some were stupid. So, some knew what they were doing. So I was like, I, I think, think I think under it, 16. Yeah. And my big issue is then without parole, because Isabel Pedrosa got 40 years without parole. So like just add parole, allow yeah. like the parole process to kick in. 
to, for, you know, the court to come back in and be like, okay, you clearly haven't changed. You know, you killed another person in prison or whatever it is. And, like, and also give them denied. opportunities to change, like mental health services and counseling. Yeah. And uh, another, like, argument I saw about this, you know, whole, you know, child murderer thing was, you know, our prison system is pretty radicalizing. You know, tons of people who have no, like, gang affiliations or something go into prison and then have to be involved with organized crime. Just to survive, yeah. Just to survive. Or, you know, they, you know, they're a felon now and they can't get a job. So they're like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to, you know, go back to crime. And the cycle just feeds itself. Yep. Because the American prison system, let me just tell you, <laughs> we don't get five-star reviews on an international scale. I've, me and Battle, like, raged about this so much. Especially so when it comes to private prisons. Like the rate of recidivism is so bad in the U.S. We're so bad at like stopping people from committing crime. It's like it's not the point. And it, there's so many because like you hear the whole argument like, well, prison's not supposed to be fun, blah blah blah. Like, no, yeah, you do your time there, but also let's give these people avenues to get better and do better. So when they come outside. They're better. <laughs> well, and yeah, that's why I'm such a huge fan of like public works and stuff to or, like community service as like punishment, especially for like misdemeanor yeah. crimes. Don't give someone charges. Just be like, OK, you got to pick up trash on the side of the road for like weekends for six months. You know, you're given back to the community. You're having to like think about your actions and we don't put you in a gang potentially and make you a violent criminal. But I did find a very cool organization called the Sentencing Project, which their their whole deal is juvenile life without parole. And, you know, finding those cases of like, you know, people who truly have turned their lives around or, you know, perhaps even innocent. But there needs to be some sort of review process. It's that like without parole part that's like really the kicker. Yeah. They're still both in jail. You know, this happened in 2000. We're only 20 years later. I don't believe Wright is actually out. I, I couldn't find any information about him being released, but that may not have been made public because he should be at the end of his 20 years. That's, there's no heroes in that case at all. Like, no, everyone everyone, everyone so around was just terrible. You have the racist mother, but she didn't deserve to be murdered. Didn't deserve to be murdered then, now. <sighs> You had the, like, Linda Pedrosa who, like, committed murder, but, like, was ha was pushed into it by possibly her older boyfriend, who was a 23-year-old dating a 17-year-old. And her dad's in prison, too, so she doesn't come from a good family. Yeah, like, it's just, it was a mess. It was a mess. And then there's the acid and the frying pan and the extension cord, and so brutal. It was such a violent murder, too. It wasn't even, like, you know, something quick. Yeah. Rough stuff. Things you do for love, right? Apparently. So on that just awful depressing note, take a small <laughs> yeah. break. And we're back. And so the case I have isn't any better. It's just as frustrating. And this recently happened. And I've been doing a lot more cases that like recently happening, been happening because I want to follow them and like see the mm -hmm. conclusions. So when it comes to like violent crimes against women, you usually assume that there would be solidarity with other women. Yeah, you would hope so. You would, yeah, you would hope so. And then when you see instances where there's women doing violent crimes against other women, 
on the behalf of violent men, it really takes oh. you aback. Because you would you you just want to hope that if anybody else would understand, it would be another woman. But that always isn't the case, and that wasn't the case with this incident with Asia Caldwell. So, Crystal Ashley, well, sorry, so a woman named Crystal, her husband Devin, and their her teen sister, who the name was put out there of the teen sister, but I'm not gonna. Put yeah, there's the no, name. no reason to. Yeah, she's a minor, so I'm not going to put her name out there. They got arrested and brought in on the murder of Asia Caldwell, who was set to testify against the man who she accused of raping her. Wow. So this teen accused the man of sodomizing and raping her back in May, and she was set to testify against him. His name wasn't put out there either for some reason. I don't know why. In a court proceeding that's supposed to be coming up. Now, this man who committed the rape is the brother of Crystal Ashley Ruby and her teen sister. So they, together, along with her husband, came up with a plan to silence Ashley by taking her out the situation. Wow. So they might not have put his name out if the case hasn't gone through yet. Yeah, because it, it might just it was be pending. Ale- it was a pending alleged case. alleged rape at this point. Yeah, the case so was still pending, so they probably maybe trying to like rape. avoid like a libel lawsuit. That but... makes sense. Hmm. So That's now, so... on September seventh, Asia was dropped off at a uh, Norfolk home. This is happening in Norfolk, Virginia, too. So she dropped off at Crystal and Devin's home under the guise to do Crystal's niece's hair, because hmm. Asia was seventeen on the side. She like did here to make extra money a lot of young black women do that it just yeah makes an extra pocket cash so she was lured over there under the guise of coming to do hair and her mom told her like when you're done she, she dropped her off she doesn't drive she said when you're done you know call me i'll come pick you up two o'clock hit the projected time to win she thought her daughter would be done just simply braiding someone's hair and she never got a call back she went there, no one saw her, so she immediately filed for a missing personal report. Everyone went out for the search. So, unbeknownst to her, what happened was that when Crystal got there, she was immediately, uh, not Crystal, sorry. When Asia got there, she was immediately jumped by Crystal and Devin, her husband. And these people are like in their 40s, like they're grown adults jumping wow. on this like 17 year old girl. They jumped her and threw her in their vehicle, and Crystal and her sister held her at gunpoint as they drove out to the outskirts of town near a riverbank. As they got to the riverbank, they told her to get out the car, and they all walked to the woods, just walked the trail. Gunpoint the whole time. As they're walking, Asia's like, you know, trying to talk them out of what they're doing because she's realizing what's going to happen. And in the middle of talking, Crystal pulls off a couple rounds and shoots her in her back, killing her. So after the immediate killing, they got rid of the weapon, tried their best to dispose of the bodies and all the belongings, and went about their day. Went back to their house, talked to her mom, said that she left. They didn't see her after that, like she went off with a friend, yada, yada, yada. So during the whole search, the body was 
found two weeks later out in the woods by the riverbank. And being that she is no longer allowed to testify, the case against the accused rapist was dropped a week after her body was found. What? Well, there was no follow-up? Uh, maybe these are connected? Uh, nope. N- no witness? End of discussion? Well, wow. police police were able to arrest Crystal, Devin, and right. the teen daughter, but they really couldn't do anything about this rape case because there's no one to testify. Now, both women are being charged with murder in the first degree, abduction, use of force, uh, and a firearm to commit a felony. And they're really just holding them until now. And Devin is also sitting in prison, but he's on second degree murder and conspiracy to commit a felony. Uh, So he's probably just driving or something? Yeah, so... Just accessory to the crime? So the sister, she cracked first and basically told the whole story and... He admitted to just jumping her and getting her in the car. He wasn't there for the actual murder itself. He just helps to do her and throw her in the car. He stayed home. I mean, I, I, there's a part of me that's like, I don't care if you didn't pull the trigger. You you, you murdered that girl. You helped you murder know? a 17 year old girl. If it wasn't for your driving, you know, maybe she could have gotten away. If it wasn't for you, you know, being intimidating, maybe she would have gotten away. She could still be alive if you didn't help. You murdered that girl. And so. As of right now, none of them have any lawyers, and yeah. as they haven't said not guilty or guilty yet. But yeah. I it's mean, just, if they're already agreeing to what they did. I imagine they're trying to get a guilty plea or something. Yeah, I think the, the younger sister cracked and the husband cracked, and I think the husband cracked just because he knew, like, hey, <laughs> like a little girl already talked, so we're fucked. Yeah, and. Yeah, all this so their brother could not get charged with rape and sodomy. And I guess their plan worked. But at what So cost? instead of your brother going to prison, now, now both you and your sister. 17-year-old sister... And that's the thing that gets me one. too, because like, these are two black women. The young sister's 17, and the girl they killed was a black 17-year-old girl. And it's like, you killed her because she was a victim. Like, how? Yes. Well, and like, this is just another example of, you know, when, you know, people come forward, especially women come forward and say these kinds of things. They're in danger. Do do not question yeah. what they are saying. Let the legal process go. Because like, they are doing it at the risk of being murdered. Every time someone comes forward with a rape allegation, it is not an easy thing to do. They're not doing it for like, you know, money or clout. They are at the risk of being murdered. And or, people need or, to recognize or to that. Like a, or to like a, a lesser degree, just run through the fucking mud. Yeah, absolutely. Trust people that come forward with that, these allegations. It's not easy, obviously. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you don't benefit from this. Like, you're, you're doing a selfless act of trying to get someone who committed a horrible thing off the street. All this behind a man. That's <laughs> like, really? Uh, all, you did all this behind your brother who sodomized and raped somebody? Yeah. Was it worth this, sis? Did you get picked? That, that's the what I really want to come out of this case, like, going forward, that the brother that they were doing this for, that they flip on him and he goes to prison, too. Yeah, so I, I understand why they had to drop it because she's no longer allowed to testify, but I think... right. Under the circumstances, 
let's revisit yeah. that case. And, you know, maybe if one of the siblings, if they have any information about that it happened, I saw it, or, you know, he told he me, admitted, he admitted yeah. it to me. Like, if I get off on my sentence, can I give you information on him? Because, you know, I, w- I want him off the street, too. Oh. No, yeah, if he tried to sodomize a 17-year-old girl, he needs to be off the fucking streets. And, you know, I am uh, operating under the assumption that, you know, he did commit rape because uh, they were willing to kill the person who's going to testify about it. Yeah. That's going to make you look a little suspicious. Lo- yeah, that looks a little sus. To uh, have to kill witnesses to win your court case? No, mm-hmm. I'm also wondering if he, like, set the shit up. Yeah, 100%. I could totally see him being like, hey, family helps family. All this behind a man. So, I mean, I'm I'm going to be keeping an eye on this and watching it play out because I want everyone involved to just get the book thrown at the neck and face. Mm. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> With the big old legal the, volume. Yeah, just like, like you see Fairly Odd Parents when like Jordan Bostrangle will uh-huh. show up like the book. Just like <laughs> a book that size, like yeeted. Yeah, I need to set up a Google alert for that uh, that case. Yeah, so Asia Caldwell, we will be keeping our ears open, and I will be updating you on that and the other couple cases that I have pinned. But yeah, this is another great case cases that we discuss some great discussions. Robert, it's always a pleasure. Fantastic, <laughs> you're wonderful to listen to. The voice, the content. It's all great. It's marvelous. Iconic, legendary, fantastic. (laughs) But yeah, and I want to thank all of you listeners out there because we wouldn't be here without you. I know I wouldn't. This year has been amazing. Uh, I just want to say thank you. You know, check the links below if you want to get some merch. We're coming out with some new merch soon. I'm still trying to figure out a design. The design ideas that I've seen for it are sick. Yeah, yeah. So I can't wait for that. Uh, if you want to donate, you can check out the links below too. Uh, the Spotify playlist for all the music is down there. And yeah, just watch out for some more. We got a lot more content coming for you on the social medias. And just get ready. Because next year, we're going to be coming at you guys hard. Hard as shit. Hard as that book we're going to throw hard at you. Yeah, hard as that book. <laughs> So enjoy the music coming up and uh, stay spooky. Bye.
That bitch is scary, just some PK, you know that your bitch is just blurry You say I don't want you, I can't say I'm sorry Until that nigga just started maturing Looking at the sky for the roof Look at me, I enjoy another view I'm past the room, I'm swearing, got me in the mood Pops down, I'm into the moon All of the stew, I'm showing off all I can do I keep on walking on the moon, and the ride for us too I'm shady, baby girl, what I do Now my nigga and I'm a chick up a boo My VV has blurry, you do this to me, now I'm back into therapy Cop me lacking from the time I still put it I'm back on my feet, I'm a fuss, 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 I'm a fuss,